Welcome. I'm Victoria Schneps, president of Schneps Media, and I am thrilled as a Power Woman podcaster to bring you the Emmy award-winning, fabulous TV broadcaster, Jane Hansen. Jane, welcome. Thank you, Vicki. It's so great to see you. Amazing, isn't it? So much fun. Well, you know, our worlds uh, come together in strange ways, and I admired you from a distance until I met you up close. And I, <laughs> well, I hope you still admire me. <laughs> yes, 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 because I always admired you on TV. That was a great um, role that you played, but I know you've reinvented yourself, but somehow, somewhere inside of you, how you have been able to be who you are had to be affected in your childhood. So who affected you in your childhood that made you help you to be who you are today? It's definitely my daddy. He was an amazing man. I grew up in a little tiny town in rural Minnesota. And when I was three and four and five years old, he would read me stories from the newspaper and we'd talk about them, you know, like a child would talk about them, not with some kind of real adult stuff. But he believed that every dream I had could come true. And it didn't matter what it was. And he inspired me every day to say, you can do it, put your heart in it, put your soul in it, work hard, and you can make it. And I am telling you, it's all about him. Isn't that interesting how powerful uh, parenting can be like that? And that is really extraordinary. So, you know, I would love to hear what you're up to lately. Give us a little bit about, you know, where you are and how you got to be where you are today. Well, I had that amazing television career working for NBC in New York that lasted close to 30 years. I mean, I watched history being made in front of my eyes every single day. I could not have dreamed of a better job in that adage, but it's not work if you love it. I loved it. I could have worked 24 hours a day. They didn't even have to pay me, but don't tell anybody that. <laughs> right. um, so I feel the same way. So, um, but after a while, the deadlines I, and I went to work for a long time at, I got up at 3.20 in the morning and there's just kind of an wow. expiration point to that when you say, I can't do this anymore. And so I had been doing a lot of interviews at that point and hosting a show called New York Live and celebrities and lifestyle people and, and whoever our guests would come off the air and they'd say, I didn't get to say what I wanted to say. And I thought about it and I went, you know why? Because as an interviewer, I led you down a path of things that I thought would interest the audience, which they did, but they never got back to what they came to talk about, be it launching a book or a movie or some kind of amazing medical discovery, whatever it was, they never pulled it back. But I knew how to do that. And I thought I could be of great service to people by helping them make sure their messages really resonate and work and that they actually get them delivered. And you, then you can make that much larger. It's just not about doing interviews in the media. It's about creating videos, which everyone loves to do today, making presentations, giving speeches, holding meetings, being the boss, being somebody who wants to climb up in the world. How do you communicate well? So now I help people communicate. And it's mm. fabulous. Isn't that interesting how the evolution of learning you're doing and then helping other people do, because that's really what you're doing is enabling other people to be able to present who they are and what they are. So give me an example of somebody that you have helped. Is it the business world? Is it how do you find clients? Most of my clients come through word of mouth or by doing things like podcasts like this one. I do a lot of social media where I give tips. I've done 
Wait a second. I'm going to stop you right there. I mean, (laughs) I've got to steal some tips from you for our listeners, please. Okay. So when we started to go to this world or not started, when we were forced blasted into doing a virtual world, a lot of people came to me and said, what do I do? How can I actually resonate when I've got to look into this little camera and I got my pajama bottoms on and I'm scared. And, and so so some of the things they are talking about, like eye contact, making sure you're looking at that little button up there and so that you can actually, you know, so you can, so that the people feel like you're with them. It's about how you use your voice. It's about being really affable, making sure that you connect even through this virtual world we have by asking people how they are, warming them up a bit, just like you would in a real meeting. It's about Facial expressions. You know what the single most wonderful thing one can do? Is smile. It's just smile. (laughs) Because think about that. For all those months when we never saw anybody smile because we were wearing those darn masks all the time. Yes. I miss those smiles. I mean, the first time that there was someplace where we weren't wearing masks and I saw people's smiles, I started to cry. It was Mm. so amazing. Smiles are universal. They're euphoric. But they have to be, they have to be honest. I mean, they have mm-hmm. to, not going to smile when you go, oh, that was a terrible job you did yesterday. I'm going to fire you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, so it's about all of that. But then in real life, because now we're getting back to real life and there's some awkwardness. People don't know quite what to do. Should I shake somebody's hand? Do they want to be, do they want their hand shaken? Should I pat them on the back? Should I hug them? How should I talk to them? What should I ask? So I think the most important thing now about communication is to be really open compassionate, show your own vulnerability, share your story. And it's something, honestly, that a lot of bosses and CEOs really need to know. They have come to me in droves saying, how do I become, you know, that kind of compassionate and vulnerable hearing um, person? Because I'm telling you, people that have been going through what we've gone through, they don't care how much you know, if they don't know how much you care. They just don't. Interesting. Yes. You know, it's something sounding so simple, caring. And I think this has opened new worlds to us as well. And I think, you know, for you, I think the new doors are opening because people are willing and able and wanting this kind of virtual connection. Have you found that to be true? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, so some of the things, at N- when I was at NBC, I didn't just do you know, the news and it was an anchor and a host and all of that. I also, they called me for a while, the face of, of the network in New York. And I would go out to a multitude of places where I give speeches or I'd MC or I'd hand out awards or I'd, you know, I would moderate panels. All of that taught me about how to get an audience to really be with you. How to you get- mean you don't just say like me, shh. Oh, I've done that. I have definitely done that. The power, um, the power of a shush. Well, you do. You need to, because sometimes they're just not listening. But you know what else works, Vicki? You know what else works? When you stand in silence and you yes. look around the room and you just do this. And all of a sudden, a hush goes over the Yes. Which leads me to a second point, which has to do with pauses. Instead of all those crutch words like, yeah, no. So maybe like, you know, if you just are silent in that brief moment, it enhances your credibility tenfold. Pauses are our most underutilized tool. And, wow. 
And it's, it's only the time it takes to tap your foot. But mm. people sit up and pay attention. They're like, oh, oh something's coming. I better wait for this. It's going to be good. Isn't that interesting that something like that could be so powerful? I, I always said, uh, loves when someone said to me, we, God gave us one mouth, but two ears. Mm-hmm. The two ears are to listen. Mm-hmm. That's the single most important thing, by the way, when it comes to interviewing people, because I am putting together a, a, a series about a video series about how to listen well and how to interview well for podcasters. And one of the, the most important thing is listening. So, you know, backtracking to those people that would come off the set and say, I didn't get to say what I wanted to say. Well, they said something interesting, though, during that interview that because I heard it. And I immediately took my questions and went, bye. And I would instead say, this is way more interesting than that you know, bunch of questions that I put together. And I'd start talking about what it is they'd said. So listening is the single most important element that you have in doing any kind of an interview or a podcast. Well, I think that's such great advice. And I, I know that you have a bit way to play as well, because I'm talking to you from Palm Beach and we're yes. going to be opening Dan's Papers Palm Beach. So tell me what life is like in Palm Beach for you. Well, today, I don't know if you can see out my window, but it's really gray. And I'm committing a cardinal sin about what you're supposed to do on, on Zoom calls is not have a window behind you, but I'm covering it up. So I'm okay with you it. You look perfect. It's not even though this me. is a even though this is not a visual, we're doing a podcast with the sound. I can look at you and say you're looking great. So I, I wanted you to share with our listeners about your secrets to success. You know, I will tell our audience you have been enormously successful in your career and you are now. What would you give advice to others to be successful in their careers? Well, there's a couple of things that I'm thinking about, one of which is things you and I discussed even before we got to the podcast, which is creating partnerships. There are a lot. I mean, I, I own my own business. I, I don't really have any employees other than vendors that you know I hire on a freelance basis, but I create a lot of partnerships with people. And I think that is really critical in today's world because you can't do everything yourself. And those partners can have amazing ideas that will take you down a different path. The second thing is never stop listening. People will, you know, the the strangest things will show up and the people that you meet or you talk to on the phone or you meet via Zoom or somehow, and they'll say something and that'll trigger an idea and you're going, I got to do that. And then um, I, I think it's also really important that you have belief in yourself. I think a lot of us don't care, take care of ourselves as much as we should, nor do we believe and have confidence that we can do what we set out to do. I mean, that's what my dad gave me. There have been times when I veered off it because he's been gone for a long time, unfortunately, but I'll veer off it and say, oh, I can't do that. Or, oh, that sounds like a lot of work. Or, and I can, then I hear his voice in my head going, mm-hmm you can do it. So it's really believing in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, why should anybody else? You know, it's funny you should say that because I've done these podcasts for a year or two. And one of the things I've heard over and over again is the strength of the family beginnings, like your dad was for you. How do you help people who didn't have that kind of inspiration have you been across that at all? All the time. So what we do 
is, I mean, sometimes in my work, I feel a little bit like a shrink and not to take anything away from people who are accredited and know what they're doing, but they'll start to tell me about why they don't feel confident. And it can be particularly true of women. And so we just, we, I make a list. I literally make, I, I make them make a list and I talk about, it. so, and it's sometimes it's absurd things like, you know, how do you deal with your kids or um, when you go to the grocery store? I mean, it's just like I go through, I make a list of things that they do really super well that they hadn't really thought about. Like, oh, so with your children, you're negotiating <laughs> and with your this, your, you know, you're persuading and with this, you're selling and with this. And we, when we, when, by the time we finish that list of what their day-to-day, what they do day-to-day, all of a sudden they go, I really do do all that, don't I? I said, we're just taking it to a different place. I think this is one of the most extraordinary things you shared, because I think sometimes people need the tools to see their strengths and their positive um, energy and their positive knowledge and their positive skill set. And Jane Hansen, you are a positive skill person who has built a beautiful career and is helping other people help them build their careers. So thank you so much, Jane Hansen, for being with us today and look forward to many future gatherings together with you down in Palm Beach and in the Hamptons and in New York. And this is Victoria Schnepp saying, bye for now. See you soon. Bye. Bye.